Thank you for listening to the weekly messages of New Providence Primitive Baptist Church. To subscribe to our podcast, hear other messages, or learn more about us, please visit nppbc.com.
without measure into this little treasure box I thought I found until the day when Jesus came to Amen. me he healed my soul with a Thank you. 
set me free. His life for mine. His life for mine. How could it ever be that he would die? God's son would die to save.
the Lord don't come, and if the Lord doesn't give, then uh, there's nothing we can do. I uh, tell the church there where a pastor, I said, you can't imitate it. You can't imitate the Holy Spirit. Now, you can cry and laugh and act, but if the Spirit ain't there, that's all it is, is an act. You can't duplicate it and you can't replicate it. It takes the Spirit of God. There's a need in the world today, and most people are going to miss it. I know that everybody's going to heaven by reading everybody's obituary. But all I know is, is what the Word of God says. The Bible says, broad is the way that leads to destruction, and many there be that go in thereat. And it says, few... Uh, uh, it says, straight is the way and narrow that leadeth to life everlasting, and few there be that find it. Amen. And tonight, I, I pray that God would help us to search our hearts. Amen. Now, that's been on my heart all week. Uh, people, that they would search their hearts. I was raised, my dad, my mom, they raised me with a simple fact. They said, son, if you can't be honest with yourself, you can't be honest with nobody. Well, one day I, I had that thought upon my heart and God showed me something. He said, dear, if you can't be honest with yourself, said, you won't even be honest with me. You'll try to get God to come around to your way of thinking. Why? Because you won't get honest with yourself. There is a way that seemeth right unto man, but the ends thereof are the ways of death. And friend, tonight there is a death that is a coming upon people. They're going to die and never die in a lake of fire. Oh, friend, don't let that be you. You see, I... I don't have to worry about it. I'll never know the sting of death. You say, preacher, you're going to die one of these days. No, I'm not. No, I'm not going to die. All I'm going to do is just lay this body down, take on that body like an under the Son of God that God has promised me, and one of these days it will be mine. But until that time comes, God tonight has commissioned us to go out in the highways and the hedges and compel people to come in. To compel somebody is not just to go invite them and say, well, I've done everything I can do. That's not compelling. To compel somebody is to beg them to reach to them, to uh, 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 ask God on their behalf to have mercy upon them, that is to compel them unto Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Tonight I pray, I pray tonight that as God speaks to your heart, that you will get honest with yourself. Tonight I've got some scripture in the book of 1 Peter chapter number 4. 
And I pray tonight that as I, I give you this thought that God has given to us, that you'll search your hearts. I want to say this. I, I don't want to go beyond what God has given to us, but I don't want to come short. The Bible said a word fitly spoken is like apples of gold and pitchers of silver. The Bible also says in the book of Proverbs, it says a word spoken in due season, how good it is. I mean, when the word of God came to me, how good it was. Uh, Tonight, I thank God tonight for those that I've got to meet for the first time this week. And I I know that I'm looking at people that one day I'm going to get to be in heaven with. I like that. You see, the Bible says down here we've been made to sit in heavenly places. But one of these days the former things shall be passed away, and behold, all things shall be made new. And so tonight I pray that, uh, that while we're here we just enjoy the journey. I, 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 I like I like my life that God's given to me. Uh, my wife said something the other night. She said, this is as bad as I'm ever going to know. And I've got it good. Huh? But this is as bad as I'm ever going to know. Yeah. But you know, there's a, most people, this is the best they're ever going to know. There's people laying under bridges, homeless in Knoxville, and that's the best they're ever going to know. That's sad to think, isn't it? But that's the truth. Amen. Tonight, if you're lost and in your sins, amen, this is the best that you're ever going to know. But friend, tonight, I'm glad that I've got good news. Amen. Jesus is on the throne. Amen, and he's calling out. The Bible says that he is the propitiation for our sins. Amen, tonight there's nothing that you've ever done. Amen, that God can't forgive you for except the sin of unbelief. Amen, blaspheming the Holy Spirit, rejecting the word of God. Friend, tonight I pray I pray tonight that you will not reject, but that you will receive the Word of God. Tonight, I pray that I can get into what God's got for us. 1 Peter chapter number 4. And I want to read, starting at the first verse. For as much then as Christ has suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. For he that hath suffered in the flesh hath ceased from sin, that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh to the lust of men, but to the will of God. For the time past of our life may suffice us to have wrought the will of the Gentiles. When we walked in lasciviousness, lust, excess of wine, revelings, banquetings, and abominable idolatries, wherein they think it strange that you run not with them to the same excess of riot, speaking evil of you. Who shall, ju- who shall give account to him that is ready to judge the quick and the dead? And that's all I want to read. 
And you may be seated. And I pray tonight that God would add his blessings to his holy word. And I want to look at verse number 5. Now he's talking about those that lived in lasciviousness, excessive wines, revelings, and abominable idolatries and banquetings. It says, who shall give an account to him that is ready to judge the quick and the dead? And I want to leave a thought with you tonight. The readiness of God. The readiness of God. Uh, Tonight, we read right here that God is ready to judge the quick and the dead. And they are, by by this right here, it says, who shall give an account to him? They are going to give an account to him. Amen. And God is ready. Amen. Uh, uh, They ain't going to be no mistrial. Huh? Yeah, down here, you know, there's, there's been times that uh, because of what a judge has done, there's been a mistrial. And somebody that is guilty has walked free. Amen. Uh, there's been mistrials because somebody wasn't read their Miranda rights. Huh? Uh, there's been a mistrial. But friend, I want you to know tonight that God is ready. Amen. Tonight, and you're not going to plea bargain with God. Amen. On that side. But I've got good news. You can plea bargain tonight. Amen. You can come to him and plead with God to forgive you of your sins. Amen. God tonight is ready. You know, as I read over here in the scriptures in Psalms, chapter number 86, verse 5, it says, For thou, Lord, art ready to forgive and plenteous in mercy unto them that call upon thee. Amen. He's a God that is ready to forgive. According to what David said. Well, preacher, how do you know? Friend, because he forgave me. The sweetest words he ever said is, I forgive. Friend, tonight, he's ready. He's ready to forgive you. Amen. I pray tonight, amen, that that you'll see this. Amen, that God will help you to understand that he's ready. He doesn't have to get ready. Friend, tonight, he's ready right now. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, I read over there in the scriptures, amen, about those, amen, that were ready. But you know the sad part about it is, amen, most people, most people are not ready. Huh? God's ready. Amen. To settle that. He's a God that is ready to judge. He's a God that is ready to forgive. Nehemiah wrote, 
amen, that he's a God that is ready to pardon. Amen. Isaiah wrote, whenever Hezekiah was sick, amen, and God sent Isaiah to tell him, amen, set your house in order for you shall die and not live. And Hezekiah turned his face to the wall. And he began to pray to the God of heaven. Amen. And the Bible said that before Isaiah got out of the courtyard, that God spoke to him and told him, he said, you go back and you tell Hezekiah that I have heard his prayer. How did God hear it? God is ready to hear the prayers of those that will call upon him. You know, you know tonight, heaven is just a whisper away. Brother Thomas preached last night about the sanctification. You know, you know tonight, uh, one thing that I, I've got memories of, preachers in my growing up. And I remember Brother Robert Lee Whitehead. He was my pastor for a little while. And, and I remember a message that's still very vivid in my mind. And he was talking about somebody that he worked with. And they believed that you, you come and you get saved. And then after you get saved, then you've got to come back and then you've got to get filled with the Holy Spirit. And then after you get filled with the Holy Spirit, you've got to come back and then you've got to get sanctified. Amen. It was in stages. My brother Lee looked at him. He said, brother, only thing that I know to tell you, God must have been very good to me. He saved me, sealed me, sanctified me, filled me with the Holy Ghost all at the same time. Glory unto his holy name tonight. God ain't going to halfway save you and send you out that door in hopes that you'll live long enough to come back to get filled with the Spirit. You can't have salvation without the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, amen, tonight you must be born again of the Spirit. Without the Spirit, you're none of His. Amen. Yeah. You see tonight, sanctification. Whenever God saved us, He sanctified us. What does that mean, sanctified? That means set apart for a sacred service. Amen. God has set us apart, church. We're different than the world. How we need to be. I mean, when the world looks at us, they ought to see the difference in us. Oh, tonight, friend, don't you understand? 
God wants you to be saved and to come. He wants to take you out of the weak and the beggarly elements of this world. Set your feet upon the rock. Establish your goings and your comings that you tonight might be a steadfast, unmovable child of God. Yeah. I... I like. Amen. Amen. He's a God ready to save. Bible said in Hezekiah, after he had, amen, prayed, God told Isaiah, Isaiah went and told him, he said, God's heard your prayer and God's added unto you 15 years. Amen. And he said, you're to take a lump of figs, put on that boil. Amen. And we know that God gave Hezekiah a sign he made the uh, go back 10 degrees, made the sundial go back 10 degrees. Amen. Just to show that he was God. Uh, yeah. Amen. God does things in my life. Amen. Just to show me he's still God. Glory unto his holy name. I'm like a sister. Amen. Where I pastored it over in Welch Cove. Uh, she stood up and she said, I just want to thank God that he's just God. <laughs> Glory unto his holy name. A friend tonight. Amen. He wants you to know him. <laughs> Jesus said that where I am, there you may be also. Yeah. I was talking to a man one time. He said, he said, now Dewey, well, he didn't call me Dewey because he didn't know my name. I don't know why I said that, but he didn't know my name. He was a Jehovah Witness come to our house. He said, there's only 144,000 going to heaven. He said, everybody else is going to live on the earth. I said, what are you talking about? He said, oh, yeah. I said, I'm going to heaven. He said, no, you ain't. Jesus said, where I am, there you be also. I'm going to be where Jesus is. Amen. Tonight. Well, where's Jesus? The Bible said he's sitting on the right hand of the Father. Amen. I shall see him high and lifted up. I'm a going. I guess they overlooked that part where he said, I saw a number that no man can number. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, he's, Bible said that Hezekiah, amen, that he, he started a praying and thanking the Lord. And he said, oh God, thou was ready to save me. He's a God ready to judge. He's a God that is ready to forgive. He's a God that's ready to pardon. And he's a God that's ready to save. Amen. Tonight, friend, how about you? Are you ready to give your heart and your life unto Jesus? Until you get ready. Brother Bill, just out there in the prayer room. Now, he's talking about, I don't know how old this gentleman is. I know he's about 80 or 88, and he's not in good health. And he said he's living on borrowed time. Friend, look in the mirror. You are too. 
I don't care who you are. You're living on borrowed time. You see tonight, God's made a way that you can be saved. I read about over there whenever the Jesus gave the parable of the ten virgins. The Bible says that, amen, that there was ten virgins and said five were wise and five were foolish. And said they went to wait upon the bridegroom. And said as they went to wait upon the bridegroom, it said the five wise took oil in their vessels. And they took their lamps. And said the five foolish, they took their lamps, but they took no oil. And the Bible said that uh, that they went and they slumbered and they slept. And at midnight, amen, uh, that a cry was made. Uh, a friend tonight, how about you? It's not going to be long until the cry is made. Behold, he cometh. The Bible said that he cometh the second time without sin unto salvation. He's coming on a cloud with power and great glory. Every eye shall see him. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. Amen. Question is, is are you ready? Huh? I remember Brother Onley Williams said this one time. I believe he was preaching, me and him was preaching a revival. I can't remember. I believe it was Cove Road this years ago. And uh, he said, I'd just soon go from here. Uh, I ain't got a thing in Lenore City that I got to go check on. Yeah. Somebody might be breaking in my house right now. Yeah, and taking everything that I've got. Yeah, oh dear, he's, he, he's, he's in revival this week. Yeah, we'll go down there and we'll just uh, take everything he's got. No, he can't. Uh, amen. God's given me something that no man can take. Glory unto his holy name. Friend tonight, how about you? Are you ready? I'll just soon go from here. Yeah. The Bible says that the five foolish, whenever the cry was made, they arose. The five foolish looked to the wise and said, give us of your oil. Amen. For our lamps have gone out. And the Bible says that the five wise said, no, not so. Lest they be not enough for us and you too. He said, but rather go by where they sail. Amen. And the Bible said that while they went to buy, amen, the bridegroom came and they went in that were ready. Amen. Only those that were ready went in. And the Bible said, and the door was shut. Amen. The Bible talks about that the Lord opened doors that no man can shut and he'll shut doors that no man can open. Right now, friend, the door is open. And they ain't no man can shut it. Uh-uh. Yeah, there's a lot of people want to. Yeah, they want to hush the church. 
I mean, they don't want the church preaching the gospel. They, the devil is trying everything that he can. A friend to deceive to destroy as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Uh, but friend tonight, the question is, are you ready should that day come today? Jesus said these words. He said, be ye therefore ready for in an hour that you think not the Son of Man cometh. Friend, just because you're not ready doesn't mean God's not ready. God's ready. Now, he's ready to save. He's ready to forgive. He's ready to pardon. And friend, tonight, he's pleading. You know, that, that amazes me. The Bible said that it pleased God through the foolishness of the preacher to save those that would believe. The Bible goes on to say that the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but to us which are saved, it is the power of God. A friend tonight, God chose preaching. A friend tonight, I love good gospel singing. Amen tonight, but it takes the preached word. Friend tonight, don't be deceived. Friend, God wants to save you. Don't let the devil rob you of eternity. God just gave me this. The devil's going to rob a lot of people. And friend tonight, I want you to know who you're going to spend eternity with if you die lost. I mean, this is it's serious. You know, everybody's got their own ideas of what the devil looks like. Let me tell you what he's going to look like throughout all eternity. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground which didst weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the cloud. I will be like the Most High. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit. Now listen to this verse. And they that shall see thee shall narrowly look upon thee and consider thee saying, is this the man that made the earth to tremble and did to shake the kingdoms that made the worlds as a wilderness and destroyed the cities thereof that opened not his house of his prisoners. A friend tonight, don't you see, you're going to narrowly look on him. A friend tonight, you're going to say, this is what deceived me? This? I let him Lie to me. You're going to narrowly look upon him. And you're going to say, 
But you're going to have to spend an eternity with him. But right now, you've got a plea bargain deal going on. Yeah. God tonight is pleading with your heart. He is calling to you, friend, to come unto him. Uh, You see, tonight, uh, God tonight uh, wants you to be saved. He wants you tonight to know him as your Lord and as your Savior. Amen. Amen. I read in the scriptures over there about how that Bible says Jesus spoke. He said, the the kingdom, what shall I liken the kingdom of heaven to? It is likened unto a certain king which made a marriage supper for his son. And the Bible says that he told his servants, he said, go bid and call those that were bidden. You know, I, uh, I think about the Word of God and how the Word of God goes out. How does he do it? How shall they go except they be sent? How shall they preach except they be called? You see, tonight, God is sending out his servants to go bid and call those that are bidden to come. But the Bible says that they would not come. And then it goes on, Jesus said that they went back and they told the the king, said, we went to those that were bidden, but they won't come. And the Bible said that the king sent other servants. Amen. Now, folks, I know that we're living in the year 2022. And, and I'm getting older. And I'm 57, soon be 58 years old. At best, at best, I might have 20 more years upon this earth. Maybe to carry the gospel. Amen. Today I want to preach while I can. Well, while I can with what I have, while I have it. Day's going to come. Ain't going to be able to do this. But God's still calling preachers. I didn't find out last night. I believe you've been called. I like that. Huh? Yeah. You see, he sent out other servants. He said, go bid them. Call them that were bidden. Friend, tonight God's ready. Everything that needs to be done has been done to see that you make heaven your home. There's nothing else. I, uh, I often, I often search my heart. God knows my heart. And uh, Lord, what else could I say? What, can I say it in a different way? Lord, tonight, can I, what else can I try to do? You know, I, I search my heart and I pray and I ask God, I said, God, uh, just help me to have the understanding that I might be delivered, might be able to deliver thy holy word unto people that they might see and come and understand that they need to be saved. And tonight, you know what God showed me and I know he showed every other preacher, there ain't no new message. Right. 
There ain't no new message. I'm not preaching anything different tonight that wasn't preached here uh, 50, 60, 70 years ago in this very building. Amen. Tonight, a friend, uh, there is no new message. There's a lot of people, they're looking for something new, something exciting, uh, something tonight, amen, that will make them feel alive. Uh, amen tonight, uh, but it'll only last for a season. It's the reason why people are doing drugs. That's why people are drinking alcohol. Yeah. You know the thing now, I don't know why I feel like saying this, but God's laid it upon my heart. Maybe there's some of you here doing this, and if you are, I pray God will help you to see that, amen, that you'll find forgiveness of this. Amen. But the state of Tennessee last year, year before, I can't remember when, they call it sports booking. You know, I mean, gambling on your phone, and it's, I mean, you can do that now. Yeah, they, they got all of this stuff. But you know the thing that I ain't never understood, Bill? Uh, uh, they'll advertise that, and they'll show people that's won all of this big money, Tommy. Uh, hey, man, then they'll turn around and say, well, now, if you got a gambling problem, uh, uh, there is this one 800 number that you can call uh, Friend, they already know that it's addictive. They already know that it's destroying lives. But yet they promote it. Friend, that is of the devil. Yeah. Friend, tonight, I've yet to hear a preacher get up and say, Well, heaven's just going to be for a day or two. Amen. And if you start having uh, problems with going to heaven, maybe you're having second thoughts. Uh, amen. Because you gave your heart and life to Jesus. Uh, amen. Because heaven really ain't going to be everything that everybody has said. You can call this number, friend, tonight. Uh, the Bible said, I have not seen, ear hath not heard, neither has it entered to the hearts of man the things that God has prepared for them that love him. Friend, we can't even begin to preach it out how beautiful heaven is. This is a true story. I heard a preacher, he, he had a dear preacher brother been preaching for years, got sick, on his deathbed, he, his preacher buddy, his friend, come by to see him. Knew he only had a few days left at best. He said that whenever he got there, said he looked at him. He said, God showed me heaven last night. He said, oh, I ain't done it justice. He said, I, he said, I've not done it justice. Friend, if I preach heaven, every message, every word, everything that I ever do, every fiber of my being, and I try to tell you how beautiful heaven is, it will pale in comparison to what God has in store for them that love him. 
Amen. And the Bible said that the king sent other servants. He said, go out to them that were bidden and call to them and tell them that all things are ready. I mean, it's ready. You see, tonight, friend, God has got a heaven and it's ready waiting for you. A friend tonight, come on and get a song. A friend tonight, I pray that God will help you to see. Amen. There's a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. I mean, when the door is shut, no man's going to open it. This is what Jesus said. He said, strive to enter in at the straight gate. For many there be that are called, but only a few are chosen. What's that mean, preacher? That means he's called to many. He's called to everybody, but only a few has answered that call. I mean, just a few people. Huh? Amen. And and he said, but when once the master of the house has risen up, amen, and has shut the door, and ye yourselves standing without, amen, and ye shall begin to cry to him, On the inside, open up unto us. For we have eaten with thee, and we have drank with thee. And he from within shall call out, depart from me, for I know not which ye are. And then Jesus said that ye which are thrust out shall see Abraham, Isaac, amen, and the saints of God in heaven, and ye yourself thrust out. Now, God gave me a message one time on hell. Now, folks, hey, Brother JT was talking about it in our prayer room, about the torments that's going to be in that place called hell. And then on the day of judgment, death and hell shall be called out and shall stand before God and then be cast into the lake of fire, which is the second death. Amen. And the devil, the false prophet, they're going to be cast. They're going to be cast into that lake of fire. But you know, this is what I believe. Thank God I'll never know it. All I'm ever going to know about hell is what I read about in the Word of God. That's all I'm ever going to know about it. But I can only imagine. I mean, everybody talks about where the worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched. Everybody talks about that. And oh, I I mean, that's, that's no doubt a torment that you can't even begin to imagine. But you know what? I believe the greatest torment is going to be there. Amen. 
Yes, the devil is going to be there and you're narrowly going to look upon him. Amen. And you're going to hate him and despise him throughout all eternity. Oh, that's got to be a torment. Amen. But you know what I believe is going to be the greatest? Amen. Torment is you're going to be able to look up and see what you could have had. Amen. And you're going to see the saints and the children of God in heaven and ye yourself thrust out. Question is, is are you ready? Just keep playing a minute. I'm going to, I got something else. Bible says, now you got a plea bargain deal going on right now. But when you stand before God, you'll not have to be able to plea bargain. You say, preacher, what do I need to do? You need to get you a good lawyer. You say, you mean one of them like on TV that, you know, that specializes in Injuries and car accidents and all that. I mean, boy, they'll build themselves up, you know. And I mean, there's a lot of lawyers that's got a lot of guilty people off. Yeah. Is that the kind of lawyer you saying I need? No. I said a good lawyer. Amen. Amen. Bible says, my little children, these things I write unto you that you sin not. Now, I want to stop right there. Now, he's not talking to everybody right there. He's talking to his children. The saved, the born again, those that have been washed in the blood of the Lamb. He said, my little children, these things write unto you that you sin not. He said, but if you sin, you have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. Amen. What is an advocate? He is an intercessor. He is an attorney. He is somebody that pleads your cause. Friend, you need Jesus. You need a good attorney. Right now, the plea bargain is right here. And Jesus is standing on the right hand of the Father. And he is pleading for you right now. Amen. I can hear him say, Father, I died for him or I died for her. Father, give them another chance. There's a lot of people with a concept. I can get saved whenever I want to get saved, preacher. No, you can't. Be not deceived. Don't let the devil lie to you. The Bible said Jesus spoke. He said, no man cometh unto me except the Father which is in heaven draw him. Huh? And no man cometh unto the Father but by me. Is what Jesus said. Friend, tonight God must draw you. Amen. There is a drawing power that God is speaking to your heart tonight. Friend, don't turn him away. Let's stand Uh, tonight. I pray. I pray tonight that you'll come. Go ahead. God's ready right now.